What's up, my people? We're back with another episode. After the one we had last week, I think that one was really successful. So we're back and we're getting ready to start a new topic. Um, Today, I just want to let y'all know that we're going to have our first official interview on the Welcome to the World of Sports podcast today. Two of my um, closest friends from LSU decided that they wanted to come on the show and give y'all a little background knowledge, a little insight of what it's like to be a journalism student at LSU. And so we're going to get into that. But first and foremost, I just want to update y'all on the games that we had last week. The football games, of course, it's football season as a, as it regards to LSU and the Saints. LSU took on McNeese State last week after the disappointing loss to UCLA, and they really had a good bounce-back game. The defense really held McNeese's offense in, into uh, check. They won by a score of 34-7. to um, Cody Alderon, which is Coach O's son, actually threw for – he had 10 of 20 – he was 10 of 20 passing for 91 yards and one touchdown. They had – he took a lot of sacks. Cody Orgeron took a lot of sacks. The leading rusher was Stefan Hudson with 16 carries for 67 yards. The leading receiver was Carlos Williams for one catch for 44 yards. And that's I McNeese. Mean, LSU played. They played pretty well. Um, the backup guy, Nussmeyer, seen um, some action. Max Johnson. Went 18 for 27 for 161 yards and three touchdowns. Corey Connor led the way on the ground with 11 carries for 56 yards. And Tyrion Davis-Price followed afterwards with eight carries for 37 yards. The defense played exceptionally well. Jack Beck led all receivers with four four catches and for 57 yards. With Kayshawn Bouti right behind him with five catches for 31 yards. The defense once again led the way. Mason Smith had five tackles, one assist. Major Burns had five tackles, one assist. Damone rounded out the top three in tackles with Damone Clark rounded out the top three in tackles with four tackles for two assists. Um, so yeah, they played a, a pretty exceptional game. Uh, they really bounced back in a way that I thought they would against McNeese, but I really want to see how they play this week against Central Michigan. So we'll be back next week to talk about them for the most part. Um, I also want to talk about the Saints. They just, a lot of people didn't know how it was going to pan out with Jameis and Sean Payton. And Jameis actually did pretty well. He did pretty well. And the Saints just obliterated Green Bay with a score of 38-3. to Aaron Rodgers had was 15 for 28. For 133 yards. Jordan Love also seen some action. He was 5 for 7 for 68 yards. A.J. Dillon led the way on the ground with four carries for 19 yards, while their their premier running back, Aaron Jones, only had five carries for nine yards. Devontae Adams led the way on at, um, through receivers. He had five catches for 56 yards, ran the cob in second with one for 32 and Amari Rogers and Mercedes Lewis both had one for 19. 
the Saints, Jameis threw for 14 of 20, 148 yards, 5 TDs. Taysom Hill also seen action in his usual role. Well, he threw one pass for three yards. Alvin Kamara led the way on the ground with 10, 20 carries for 83 yards. Tony Jones Jr. was a reliable backup option. He had 11 carries for 50 yards. James Winston also showed off his um, his ability to extend plays, and he had six carries for 37 yards. Deontay Harris led the led the all receivers with two catches for 72 yards. Jawan Johnson and one wait, Deontay Harris had two catches for 72 yards and one touchdown. Jawan Johnson had three catches, 21 yards for two touchdowns. So it was all overall a good performance, a lot of a performance that people wasn't expecting. So I think that woke up a lot of people as as in terms of how the Saints are going to play. But yeah. And the defense played lights out. Zach Bond, Zach Bond led led the way with five tackles for five tackles. Malcolm Jenkins had three. Demario Davis had two two solos and two assists. Marcus Davenport had two solos and one assist. So yeah, I really liked the, the the performance that they put on this week. I'm interested to see how they play the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. I think it's going to be a real good matchup, and I can't wait to see. And I just think that if both of these teams can – well, if LSU can get the train rolling and keep it rolling, that will be great. And if LSU – I mean, and if the Saints can keep the, the train rolling, now that would be exceptional as well. But I just wanted to update y'all on the scores and stats from our local teams last week, um, mostly, you know, teams that everybody around this area really follows. You know what I'm saying? But after this – Break after this break, we're gonna get into the interview with my with my two closest friends from LSU, and they're gonna give y'all a little insight on what it's like to be a journalism student. Y'all don't want to miss that. It's some good good stuff. Good stuff. Be back. Be back. We about to take a little short break. Thank you. So we back. Today I got two interviews, interviewees, I should say. My two good friends, Braxton and Eddie. They're both journalism majors at, at LSU. And so today I, I decided to get them on the show just to get like a, you know, a feel of what they go through as, as journalism majors come trying to come up in the world, you know? So we just going to dive right in and, and get to the interview. But, um, so my first question is for both of y'all, where did your love of sports begin? Uh, for me, my love of sports began around the age of three when I started playing sports. I started off with t-ball, then moved to football, then eventually basketball. And ever since I touched the ball, like, <laughs> I don't talk. <laughs> ever since I touched a round ball, the dribbler, you know, throw you can throw. I just fell in love. Well, I'd say my love for sports came at a young age when I was playing my siblings, and we would just be playing in the in the living room and stuff. We had like little hoop or uh, like just throwing the ball around, kind of like we were saying. And uh, 
or like just like watching sports. And I know me and mom we used to watch like basketball games a lot. And so um, I guess that's when I used to really kind of get into sports. And then I got into football watching that with my dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about you, John? Really you feel a little sports? sports, dude. Just like I don't know, son. Like talking to, I mean, like I don't know, son. Like I used to go to my dad's house all the time, and we watch football. And like he'd tell me like what's going on watching football and whoop to whoop. And like football was really like my first love. To be honest, like all I wanted to do was watch football, watch football, watch football. And then like my uncle started playing football at LSU, so it like. I don't know, it's, it was kind of like, I wouldn't say forced on me, but it just made my interest grow, you know, a little more than what it, you know, than what it was. And now it's really got me to what I am today. But, like, basketball, just from watching football and stuff, like basketball and other things started to pique my interest, and then I started watching ESPN a lot. And that's really just how, like, I, I started learning about all the sports and stuff. That's the same for me. Like ESPN was always on in, in the in the house. Like I was always watching the highlights. And like back when I was younger, uh, they would just put me in front of the TV and like let me watch that. So that's another reason why I like really got into sports. Thanks. Um, the next question I got for y'all: What made y'all want to get into like sports broadcasting and stuff? Daddy? Uh, I was going to let Rasmus first. But, um, right. So, uh, I would say what got me into that, uh, well, I always liked writing, and I felt, and I like sports, so I felt like the two combined would just be a good mix for me. Uh, and I guess, what else? Uh, I always liked the stories around the sports. I felt like that was always, like, important to tell, because a lot of times, like, you just watch sports and you don't know what's going on in these people's lives. And so, like, watching stuff like 30 for 30s and stuff, it really piqued my interest. And so I felt like I always wanted to, like, start writing for sports and stuff. All right, for me, um, where my interest came from was after I was interviewed by ESPN, after Hurricane Harvey, I just saw, like, the whole process of what, like, the behind the, the behind the scenes. And I really just fell in love with that because... At first, I wanted to be a coach. If I like, if uh, I stopped playing football, I just wanted to, you know, stick around it somehow. Stick around sports in general, but I know if I wouldn't uh, go play at the next level, then I had to find something else that would have to do with sports. So after I was interviewed, I just saw like how he was getting real deep with the with the process and just like the whole beauty of it. And all the work that it goes with it to make the final outcome, it just it was just loud to me. And so when I, I after that, I just started asking the questions, and then that became what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it was for me, son. Like once again, like growing up watching ESPN and stuff, and like just being around sports. And I was always a good writer in, in school, but I actually like I just want like seeing people on like football games, like broadcasting football games and like seeing them in the booth and stuff. And like that really and truly, son, I wouldn't even consider that as a job because you're doing something you love. So it's like 
being able to do something you love as a job, son, I don't think it gets more, but it don't get any better than that. So I, that's the main reason why, like, I wanted to get into stuff like this and, you know, do stuff like that. Uh, Next question. Y'all could have gone to any school in the country. Why did you choose LSU? Hey, bro, I ain't even going to hold you. It was probably, like, one of the first schools to, like, well, the fastest schools to accept me. So that was a big thing. But also, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to see what it felt like to go to a big school out of my state. Because, like, I'm from Texas, so, you know, it's big schools in my state as well. But I wanted to kind of branch off away from my, you know, my family so I could kind of see and grow on my own. Uh, and then also cause, because uh, LSU's just sports teams, they all kind of do well for the most part. So I knew that there would be a lot to cover and a lot of opportunities. And since the school was big, I felt like their journalism uh, programs and stuff like that would be adequate enough. So, yeah. Well, for me, it wasn't always LSU. My first go-to, like, dream school I wanted to go to was Ohio State because I, I went there a lot because my sister, that was she went. And I just fell in love with the campus and everything. The football team, that was great. They won a championship. So I, I've always just kept up with the football team. But when I started applying for colleges, I thought about it. And I was like, Ohio State, that's a little far and cold. And I, I, I ain't, you know, I'm from Texas, so I'm used to the heat. So I don't know how I feel about that cold, so I just – I looked around, and I know I could get any, any – I can go anywhere for free and taste it because I was top 5%. But I wanted to, like, move out and just branch off and see what else was out there. So LSU just popped up out of nowhere, and then they, they told me about the master's school. So when I came down um, the orientation, now they told me everything that was going on, how they have uh, the, a whole school just for journalism. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't pass this up, so – that's the ultimate reason why I came with the master school and the opportunity that I know that will come from. It. I ain't gonna lie, I, that's what won me over. That's what won me over as far as like going, like going on tours to LSU. Like I always wanted to go to LSU because you know that's like it's probably the biggest, like most known college in Louisiana. Son. And then the fact that my uncle played for it that just enhanced it a little bit. But like going on tours and stuff. And actually, like, going to the journalism building and actually seeing, like, okay, they have one specific building that, like, just concentrates just on journalism. I think that's what won me over the most as far as choosing LSU when I cut straight out of high school. Like, that's what won me over the most. Another thing that won me over, uh, when I came to orientation, I had a long talk with uh, – the old dean that passed away, uh, Dean Martin, RIP. But um, we, we had talked about, like, some of the stuff that, like, they had planned for, I guess, like, the organization, not organization, like, the school, the mashup school. And, like, the, the, the stuff that he was telling me kind of, like, made me intrigued by, like, just all the stuff that was going to be going on and what the future held. So, like, that was a big part of me coming here, too. Like, you met my family, and, like, we kind of had a long talk, and... Yeah. Yeah, nothing with uh Dean, Dean Martin. He also told me and Dino had went to the building, just like 
random, random type day, and he told us that he had a sports, um, a new sports um, session, like kind of a part, a new part that he was bringing. So when he, when I heard that, I was like, this is exactly what I want to be here for. That's the reason why I came. And then when he passed away, it was like, it was the, the idea was just forgotten. So I want to go, I need to go ask them what, what they're still going to do about that because that's a big part. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely wanted to experience that, but, you know, God got other plans. So here I am. But how do y'all balance school working on, like, your, how do y'all balance school working on, like, y'all projects that y'all do for these different organizations, as well as, you know, try to engage in other hobbies? I'll go first. I know Birex has got like a more lengthy answer to me. Um, with me, I just try to balance it. I, I write everything I got to do for the week, like at the beginning, and I just do my best to just get everything in. It gets tough and frustrating most of the time because with the field that we're in, everything goes so fast. We have pictures due every week, and interview got like, interviews done. It's just a lot that goes into it that nobody sees. They just see the outcome, but they don't know how much work it is really to go through all this. Well, I agree with what he said. Uh, I say just getting like a, a vision board. I got a whiteboard. I try to write stuff down so I can stay ahead of schedule. But honestly, it's going to be it, like it's times where like you just the schedule, you just you kind of mess up and like you forget some two days sometimes. But like I guess the practice is just doing it more and more. It kind of you kind of get used to it. So just managing everything. Like it's stressful at first, but I feel like once you get into it, it's not so stressful. So I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, people like I say, people don't really realize, you know, what we do in in the background. They just read our stories and see the the final outcome of it. But it's a lot that goes into making a story into what it is. Um. So Braxton, I don't know if a lot of the audience knows, but you do, you got like a passion for music as well. So my question for you is, which one do you really love the most, sports or music? Ooh, that's a tough, that's, well, actually it's not tough, but if you said I had to drop one, I ain't gonna lie, sports gotta go, man, I ain't gonna count. Cause it's just like, like I could, I can't imagine just living my life without no music or nothing like that. Like that would be tough. I mean, like I, my passion for music, I don't even feel like that's something that like I learned. I feel like I, I was like, I don't even try to sound corny or nothing like that. But like, well, yeah, like, like my family, like they do a lot of stuff in the music industry and stuff like that. So I feel like it just naturally came. Whereas with sports, I kind of had to like learn about everything and stuff like that. So. I would say, personally, I would go with the music side, but sports is is like had a big impact on my life, so I love them both. I really wouldn't just want to choose, but yeah, yeah, I feel you, uh, Eddie. What fuels you to want to be like one of the best sports broadcasters? You know, to go down in history. What adds fuel to your fire every day? Just to know. When I, when I go on ESPN and just look at who's on there, 
it's not that many black people unless they're you know famous athletes that retired and you know give given a position. Then you got people like Skill and uh, Max, like they ain't never played their life and they got the job and they just go in there. I mean, they do that job, they do the research and all that, but I feel like it's easier for them for the opportunities and stuff. But that that was that's what fuels my fire to you know get to that level because you know you don't see that many of us that don't get the opportunity, but you know. It is what it is, and it's always gonna be like that. But you know, I ain't finna stop. For sure, for sure. Um, where do y'all see yourselves in like five to ten years from now? Like, what vision do y'all have for yourselves as far as where y'all want to be? I say, five years from now, I'm be financially stable, hopefully. Um, and just hopefully either doing something in either sports reporting or in like maybe sports reporting, but, or music reporting too. I said I wanted to like kind of get into that too as well. Once maybe I move on from, uh, LSU, uh, either that or doing something really major with my music, which would be great as well. Um, but either one of those two things would be good for me. Man, we're gonna be seeing that boy on stage in five years. I don't know what he's talking about. But for me, in five years, I see myself um working as an assistant producer um, with ESPN and just learning more just so I can be on the big screen reporting live, you know, or sports commentating. Yeah, that's what I see myself in the future. Yeah, I I probably say the same thing. Like if that question was asked to me, I'd probably be like, yeah, I, w- I want to be like on TV doing like commentating games or being like an anchor for ESPN or something like that. Like I see that's why I see myself five to ten years from now, for sure. We all gonna get there. I tell you that. Thanks. Uh, my last question I got for y'all. Um, is do y'all have any projects that y'all are currently working on, like that y'all would want to share with anyone? Just so, like, in case they get free time or something, they check y'all out or something like. Um. Well, I guess yesterday my uh first package for Tiger TV came out. It's this package on intramural sports programs that they having at the school. So if y'all got time in y'all day just please check that out you can just go to tiger tv uh dot tv and then also um let's see oh i have a upcoming show um uh, october 10th in houston texas uh it's gonna be a show for a soundtrack for a movie called dear frank so if you're in houston happen to be in houston and you know you want to hear some good music please pull most definitely got to take the boy, the boy, Braxo Tyler, you know. Um, for me, I don't, I don't got nothing really to uh, for the people to go see right now, but I do have some exclusive interviews that I will be doing soon. So I will definitely let you know when them come out. And, but yeah. Hey, hey, more on that. 
uh, on that exclusive interview that he talking about, hey, it's somebody big. So just know that that's, that's going to be. For sure, for sure. Y'all check my boys out. Check out Braxton with his music, you know me? Because he's definitely one of the best upcoming rappers in the game. And I just want to say I appreciate y'all boys for stopping by and, you know, spending a little knowledge on these folks today. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. And stick around. After the break, we're going to be back to wrap it up. Let's go. Once again, thank y'all for sticking around. It was a pleasure having those boys on. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. I hope that y'all liked the information that they brought to y'all. It was I really liked it. I hope that y'all feel the same. But I, I'm going to try to do more things like that, get more people on, because the simple fact is I, I know y'all get tired of hearing me all the time speak on this podcast. So I try to, I'm going to try to bring y'all insight from all different areas, you know, and make sure that, that you know, Y'all, y'all hear things. Y'all hear things. So next week, I'll try to bring another, sp- some more special guests on onto the show, just to make it more interesting for y'all. And I'm really eager to see what these teams are gonna do next week in terms of the Saints and LSU. So I just wanna say thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. You don't wanna miss it. It's welcome to the world of sports, baby. We out. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.